What are we doing in life? You know, why are we here? There are so many ways to answer that, individually, collectively, but at the end of the day, there's this nebulous boundary between our inner world of the individual, that thing we experience as ourself, and the collective reality we seem to experience cohesively but separately out there. Inner world, meet outer world. There's a relationship between the two that I personally, I don't even really fully understand. I feel like I'm just awakened to the fact that there is a relationship. So you're born. You take your first breath. Your blurry eyes start to make out distinct objects and patterns. Your ears pick up similar patterns, but they orient you differently to sound and space, while the rest of you lights up with distinctions between this and that. You are now in the separate world. Before we know it, we can get lost in the stories of this world out here and somehow neglect the majesty of what's happening within. News, work, play, inebriation, charge and discharge. I'll tell you how it happened for me. I've always been the artist. Yeah, I love moving my body, but it's not all about being faster or stronger or anything more than somebody else. It's about being fully me, not beating them in a game that culture created, but really expressing myself with the most precision and nuance in the most effortless and me kind of way. Music was really my thing. And singing, you know, that was my jam. Then came film. I started talking more, singing less. Ideas replaced poetry. Mind-blowing truth bombs replaced soul-bending sonic experiences. And before long, the singer in me turned into a talking head. I was a personality. I had ideas. People wanted to hear the way that I perceive the world and how I choose to speak about the world. And I'm not saying it's lost all artistry. The medium just definitely changed. And I can't begin to tell you what this did to my inner and outer world. You know, I used to be surrounded by bandmates, people in bands, people who follow bands, people who work with bands, talking gear, tour highlights, playing games like would you rather eat a loaf of shit or lose a testicle to a blender? For real, you're in a tour van for hours and hours a day with the same people. You're going to come up with some kind of weird, stupid game to really get to know one another, but also just to feel and experience the humor. What, what do you have to do to pass the time? Well, you get a little weird sometimes. You talk about things you normally wouldn't. Nowadays, I'm surrounded by intellectuals. And this isn't completely different. You have some people where their sense of humor is intact and they can get along with band people as well as film people, as well as people opining about the mysteries of the universe. But really, conversations that I'm in, people are waxing philosophically about neo-Marxist revolutions and polyvagal theory meets human superorganism. My whole life went from feel this to express it, turn it into something. How are you going to package it? How are you going to put it out there? How does it meet the brand? How does it meet the audience? What are the demographics? The artistry turned into a business right quick. And I'm not saying that that automatically means that you lose your artistry when you start getting into the more out there world. How do I connect my inner world, my art, and express it through me into some kind of a medium so it can connect with that outer world of all those individual separate things and people with opinions? 
I went from a world of feeling to a world of expressing and packaging, from rock to reality explaining. But even film culture has changed. You know, in the past 15 years since I've been doing films, the internet has changed drastically. Social media wasn't actually a thing when I started. So I just put out a film called Unsafe and Ineffective with Aubrey Marcus. It's about the COVID vaccines. If you haven't seen it, just go to unsafeandineffective.com or check out my link in my Instagram. There's a, a link in the bio. The comments on this film don't surprise me. Right? You could probably imagine what the comments are. So it's a film that's being critical about the promise that these vaccines were safe and effective. What do you think the comments sound like? What tone do you think people take for and against? Well, that's the problem. I'm not getting educated by these comments. I'm not being surprised by these comments. They're not sending me down some kind of a rabbit hole, reframing my whole worldview. That's what happened in the first few films that I put out. Yeah, I was educated. I made the film, but I had people commenting on it, really sending me down rabbit holes that I didn't expect. I would say that I learned more from the audience than they learned from me. It's either less novel to me now, all these comments, or people aren't diving as deep as they used to. I'm not sure. Maybe it's both. The world is becoming more homogenous and oversimplified and not holistic and nuanced enough. Or I'm just applying my own internal growth to a world that changes less rapidly, maybe. You know, but it all has me wondering. If I'm lucky, I have five decades left in my life. I'm 40. I plan on making it into my 90s. The last few may be epic. You know, the last few decades of my life, they may be as big and wild as the Big Bang or as smooth as a whimper. Who knows? But suffice it to say, I'm starting to measure my life in decades rather than years. I don't know how old you are out there, but think of how you measure your life. When you're young... It's like you're moving up in a hot air balloon. So everything's changing very rapidly at first. Your perspective within the first just couple meters is rapidly changing. It's like climbing a tree and being like, whoa, I see things differently. I see houses differently. I see people walking around differently. I see their yards. But then as you keep going up, just a meter or two will make such a difference that as you keep going up and you keep going up and you keep going up, the pace of that fastness of the change of worldview in the beginning of your life is like just starting to get off the ground rapidly you have a radically different view but the higher you get the changes start to happen less and less think about it you're going higher and higher in a hot air balloon and the higher you go what you're looking at on the ground yes it's getting smaller but it's not getting smaller as quickly as it was before the backyards of houses that you couldn't see from your house, now you're in a hot air balloon, you can see all the backyards. But eventually, all you're seeing is what you're seeing getting smaller slowly. That's kind of like life. You measure your life in years, even in months and weeks when you're really young, because life seems so slow. Everything's changing so rapidly. How long could this possibly go on? But as you get older in life, it's interesting. You're like higher in the hot air balloon and you're measuring things in 
hundreds of meters rather than tens of meters. I'm measuring my life in decades. What can I get done this decade, not just this year? What's my legacy? What do I really want to leave behind? If I have four or five more decades left, the last two I might just be kind of coasting, resting on my laurels or who knows what. So I would say I have one or two decades left of really hopping into new projects or crafts, crafts that I can master in this life if I'm lucky, if I devote my soul to it. But Darren begs the question, what do I do? I'm not sure if you've arrived at an existential point in life where it's not that you're questioning the things that you've done. It's just that you haven't questioned your future self enough. What am I really building? What is my life really building towards? The deeper you can dive into this in meditation without over-intellectualizing it, the more you start to realize that what's driving me? It's a glaring question that most of us have not answered. Even that phrase, as if there is something separate from me driving me that I scarcely understand. I could spend the rest of my life on that one nuance alone, just getting into a better, cozier relationship with it. You know, and then I look at all the nuances of the day-to-day nowadays. Who, who really cares if millions of Venezuelans and Hondurans and all these migrants are illegally pouring into Texas by the busload, maybe a million by next year, age 19 to 20, military age. Scary, right? Sounds scary. But at the end of the day, I barely know what's driving me. I barely know what's causing me to want to come back to the news to see all these scary day-by-day news stories that are supposed to tickle the amygdala. What's the point? I mean, I know there's a point. I'm not saying that everything that I've done is meaningless, but eventually you get to this point where you really start questioning what you're doing and how to pivot. Now, maybe the pivots won't be huge, but imagine you're back in that hot air balloon. Just a few degrees this way or that way over a long distance makes a huge difference. So minor corrections over decades make huge differences in where you'll end up in life. I told my longest friend, Mike Stang, he's the basis of our old band, Hyrosonic. You can find us on Spotify if you look. There's an album called Consciousness, Fame, God, Money, Power. Hyrosonic, H-I-E-R-O-S-O-N-I-C, all one word. You'll hear my angrier, younger self. You know, but I can't even fully remember. I was telling him, I can't even fully remember what drove me to make my first film, Esoteric Agenda. And he chimed in and... I agree, but even after hearing him chiming in on what it might have been that drove me, I can't even really wrap words around what it really is. I might be able to do that for a podcast or in conversation, but I'm just thinking those are words that I choose to mine in the moment that'll satisfy a questioner. But it's weird, you know, you ever ask for advice from a friend who surprises you with the first thing that they say, like, you know, dude, I think what you're dealing with is is something with your career. Or, you know, I think you're still grieving. Only to be disappointed by everything they say once you ask them to elaborate. They go into detail. Or for me, if I'm getting feedback on a film or a project or a song, and somebody says, 
yeah, you know, I like it, dude, but there's this, there's this one part in there. And you say, well, go on. What, you know, what about that one part? And they say, blah, 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 blah. And all the shit that comes out of their mouth, none of it really seems useful. But you go and you listen to it and you know, like, well, they're pick, they picked up on something. Something is about this part. But when you ask them to explain it, then they feel obligated to put their words to it, put the, the details and the nuance to it. When really all they're supposed to do is point you in the general direction. That's what I'm trying to do with myself and the audience is help you understand, you know, I'm not a savant or a, a hyper specialist in any of the fields that I talk about. I'm a generalist. I really love having a general knowledge of many things. And that way, when people come to me for advice, I can maybe give them some nuanced advice about the specific topic that they're bringing to me. Or I could read between the lines and see, well, you know what, there's an obstacle in your way. And it's the fact that you don't seem to be willing to put the time in to do the thing you're trying to do. You just know that you're a talented person and you should be able to just pick it up so naturally that you could do it quicker than the rest. But you're not. And you're starting to realize that. And so you're doubting yourself. And that's bleeding into the way that your art is coming out. That's a, as nuanced as that seems, that's a very general thing to point somebody back at themselves. We're here to mirror each other. And I don't even really know what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life or these next few decades or what project I'm supposed to pour my devotion into. I'm not really sure. But what I do know is that at the end of my life, there will be people who know me that are going to live on beyond me and talk about me. And it's not all about I want to control what they talk about. It's I know how to truly move their heart and their soul should I devote the time? Did I do that in my life? Not so they can talk about me in a good way rather than a bad way, because we don't even really know what that means. You could please your friends and afterwards, you know, in your eulogy, they could be saying, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. He was a people pleaser. He tried to please everybody, you know, and it's obvious the tactic you used. Life isn't about exploring a tactic to make you liked by everybody that's a very immature way of going about it but really if you're not asking these questions what am i here doing really what is the point of all of this if you're not asking that year by year decade by decade then you're likely not on the path and if you are on the path you probably just sat down and stopped moving on the path and the path maybe will blow you down the path. The wind will, by happenstance, blow you down a little bit further down the path. But you're not really meeting the pace of life halfway. If you feel like you're in this boat, don't despair. And the reason why I'm making this solo cast is really just to level with you all. Who the hell knows what we're doing here? I could try and fit this podcast into some kind of monetization model and get sponsors and yada yada but the more I thought about it I'm just like I could find cool ways of doing it that are less boring than other people talking about sponsors before they get to the actual content they want to get into I could do all that stuff but I've always been more about really surprising people disarming people in ways that they didn't expect 
It's actually more important than money. It's more important than the freedom money supposedly gives us. It's to really reach people in refreshing, authentic, and novel ways. Wow, I, I expected you to just meet my fury with more fury, and yet you met it with love. Wow. How do you do that? Or, man, I really, this is a well-done solo cast or podcast, and you don't have sponsors, and you'll have tons of people offering you. I have tons of businesses, like, you know, we really love your podcast, and I've read the email a thousand times before from other companies. You don't really love my podcast. You see that I have a podcast, and you want to pander a product to me. That's fine. I get it. But in a way, it... It separates the wheat from the shaft. It separates the the men from the boys, if you will. The people who really like my content will come and they will comment on it in such a way that I'm like, ah, you don't get reality too. And you're willing to admit it, right? I get you because we can both humbly admit that being on the path means you don't know. What am I doing here? What am I trying to build in this life? It seems like the thing that drives us doesn't have a name, and it too is evolving and growing, and it's meeting us in ways. It knows us very well. It knows where we are weakest. It is our higher self that is aware of the subconscious patterning that we fall into every single day. It's aware. So it knows how to send us synchronicities and signals to open us up to the fact that something intelligent is walking alongside us the entire way. We're not alone. Even in isolation, something is with us and it is the only thing that truly knows how to speak to us and is the only thing that will give us a satisfactory answer when we ask, who am I? What am I missing? Yet it's not going to satisfy your intellect. It's going to send you these little signs, these symbols, these happenings, and you have to meditate on it. You have to crack it open and see what lies within. Same as your life, same as your art. So that's my solo cast. To answer that question, what about the inner world and the outer world? How does it meet? What are the connections between it? I could put so many words to it, but I'd rather just level with you all. I don't always know what the hell I'm doing. I just do. I just hit publish. I hit record first, and then I hit publish. So many people, they try and get things perfect first. And they miss themselves. So don't forget yourselves. Love you all, and perhaps I'll do this again soon. Peace.